Welcome to the Pillar of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Prophet Jeffrey Marshall. It's such an honor to share this moment in time with you. I look forward to sharing what the Father has for us as men in such a time as this. Listen, I celebrate you. Yes, you. You that's listening. I celebrate your walk. I celebrate right where you are right this moment. Whether you building, whether you tearing down, whether you cleaning up, this is a safe place, a safe space that we will work together as men to get better so that we can do better. Real men, real issues. Let's go. Amen. Amen. God bless each and every one of you brothers. Let's get right into it. Listen, I was looking at the date the other day um, and it's April. It's almost halfway through this year. And excuse my voice. Um, what usually happens this time of year is that um, where I stay, we have an increased pollen count. So I didn't want to delay our recordings any longer. Um, but with that increased pollen count comes a attack on my allergies. So I have increased allergies or my, you know, whatever system it is. Right. And so it almost feels as if you have a cold, but without the heady symptoms. So you're, you're kind of congested. Um, your throat's a little raspy. So please, please, by all means, excuse me. But I wanted to get this together because one of the things that I really feel that God is, is pushing and calling us to is to pay attention to the time that we do have. Time is of the essence because we have unfinished business. I'm going to say that again. Time is of the essence because we have unfinished business. I always like to say what I started, I'm going to finish. You know, what I started, I'm going to finish. If I take it on, I'm going to see it to the finish. Uh, I'm not going to cook a meal halfway. Uh, I'm not going to start the meal and then halfway through the meal, pass it off to someone else or just assume it's going to get cooked by itself. No, absolutely not. Uh, what I started, I will finish. And one of the things that's so powerful and that I so appreciate about God is that what he says in his word in the book of Philippians, the first chapter starting at the sixth verse. It's so amazing when we look at this because um, God allows us to be in partnership with his power. Hmm. He's not selfish at all. He's not selfish. He's not selfish with what he can do, how he can do what he do. He's not selfish at all. He literally tells us what I started, I will finish. It says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That's one version. Another version says, and I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Another version says this, being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, let me, let me just say this. There's some good news and then there's some bad news, okay? The bad news is that myself included, 
with this podcast, with this, there's some unfinished business in this connection. If you're listening to this, there's some unfinished business. As I speak this, even as I just said that, I was reminded of some unfinished business. See, God planted some things in your life at the beginning of the year and it started growing. Now, I'm not even going to go back any years. Okay, that's why I said, let's look at the calendar. It's April. It's already April. Two more months. We'll be in June. That's halfway through 2023. So let's just look at the very beginning of this year. January. That was like less than less than four months ago. It wasn't even four. Was it four, four months ago? No, this is the fourth month. Let's look at that. So let's just let's just break it down from January to March. Right. Was this the right thing to do? Oftentimes, I, I believe that we as men, we, we question ourselves, right? At the beginning of the year, I know I was pumped up. I was excited. I was ready. And I still stand there, but I was in a different place at the beginning of the year because um, I absolutely had no idea what God was about to do. And I always like to equate the beginning of the year as to um, gardening. So let me just give you a quick backstory. My father... Um, my father, man, man, my father was an entrepreneur, was a steel worker, was a gardener, uh, was a was a lawn expert. OK, and one of the things that my father did every single year was prepared the garden in our backyard. And he planted greens and he planted tomatoes and squash and um, carrots and onions. And, you know, we had a grapevine. We had a strawberry bush. You know, we always had something growing in our soil. So um, I tried my hand at growing watermelons one time, you know, little mini watermelons. And, and one of the things that I came to understand was that you have to prepare the soil that you plant in. You, you can't just go out there with some seeds, you know. Um, and in fact, when you go to the store, you have to buy the seeds, right? And, and the picture on the package doesn't even look like what's in the package. It tells you what it's going to look like through the picture. So it goes through a process when it goes into the soil. But even the soil has to be prepared. And so I, I believe that at the beginning of this year, God was preparing our soil as men, the soil of our mind. Yeah. Was this the right thing to do? The soil comes into question because it. it what, what was planted in the soil might not even seem that it's sprouting. Let me say that a different way. What ideal, what, what thought, what new creation, the very thing that God told you to do at the beginning of the year, the place that he planted it into in your soil, in your mind, right? In your heart. It came from your heart, but it had to get planted in your mind so that in your mind it could start working so that it can become a thought to become an action, to become something that you're moving and doing and, and executing inside of, right? So that soil came into question because you didn't see it sprout. You didn't see it pop up in the way that we thought it should. I know I didn't. I, I, I'm, I'm, I got something on my mind even right now. And what is so crazy is that when I look back at it right now, had I kept going, even though it didn't make sense, it would have made sense. I would have been three months into it right now. 
So don't let the don't let the soil come into question. Don't let your mind play tricks on you. We're not even talking about what's planted. We're talking about the soil that's being planted, that what is being planted inside of is. Don't let your mind. Don't let it get 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 come into question. Don't let your mind get tainted. Don't let it get too much of something because I'm thinking back even when I was a child, my father would go and we would buy certain things, you know, nitrates and, you know, different types of uh fillers and things that he would put in the soil and he would go buy this rototiller and he would have to break up the soil you know it was just a solid piece of ground and it had grass on it and he would he knew the dimensions and the size that he wanted it but he had to break the ground up he couldn't just go out to the store and get the seeds and go out there and just throw the seeds in the ground well i guess he could have but it wouldn't have made any sense to do that because that seed would have would have fell on some unprepared ground. It would have fell in the grass. But what he did was went and got this machine that broke the ground up according to the size that he wanted it. And when it was broke up and when the ground was ready, he then prepared little sections, little mounds, little hills. And then after that, he would take the 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 weeds and any little roots that may have been in there and pull them out. Then and only then he would take his finger and he would put his finger down in the ground and then he would take some of the seeds and start putting his seeds inside the hole that was inside the prepared ground. So don't let the soil become questionable because one of the things that he never questioned was whether or not the soil was ready. Oh no, 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 no. Because see, the next day, he didn't expect to see what was on the plant seed package. He didn't expect to see sprouting carrots. He didn't expect to see squash. He didn't even expect to see uh, sprouts the next day. Mm -mm. He didn't let the soil come into question. Absolutely not. So what God gave you was the right thing to do. Yes, it was. That book, yep, write it. That business, yep, start it. That relationship with your child, yep, start mending it. I don't care how long it has been. Start, start, start. He told you at the beginning of the year, and look right now, it's April. Had you started, look how far it would have been. And that leads me to right where we are right now. And, and, and I so thank God for this because I want to I want to remind us we're we're still in Philippians, still in Philippians. Right? Philippians 1 and 6. Let me let me do something here. Let me let me let me go deeper into that 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 passage because it says I thank now this is the third verse. It says I thank my God in all my remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I'm sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And, and when I just read that, I thought of something. I, I just want to celebrate each and every one of you brothers who've been with me since the very start of the very first podcast. 
we, we've been through some things and some trials and I feel like we're family. I feel like this is our safe space and I feel like I can be transparent even in this moment. And I'm confident in this very thing that when you hear this, that you reflect over the past three months of your life that we've been walking together, even in this place. You're either on your way to work, you you might be on your break, you might be about to uh, uh, um, um, come home. Whatever it is you might find yourself to do. Right now, I just wanna celebrate and I wanna thank you for being in this partnership with me. Because I'm confident of this very thing that what we put together, what we build, will allow us to become the true kings that God has called us to be. The true men of God who will teach their sons how to be men. The true men of God who will teach their daughters how they deserve to be treated. The true men of God who will show their wives and their families the respect that they are deserving of. I'm talking about true men who are willing to sacrifice it all for the true namesake of God. And to never lose the true authentic identity of the power of Jesus Christ. And the love and the sacrifice that God had for this world to give his only begotten son. That's whosoever believe in him. I mean, it's just that simple. But let me let me get back to this. Let, let's get right back here to April to June, kind of where we are right now. So think it not strange that we're dealing in, in this season, right? And, and April to June, this is the time when things come along to stunt your growth. Because after my father had planted and dug and prepared and watered, after a few days, you started seeing something sprout up. You started seeing these little buds come out the ground. But also on uh, alongside of those, were some other little things that started popping up out the ground. Now, some of the seeds shot up and they got really big and they had to deal with a whole different other set of circumstances. So as the onions would grow, you know, there were some insects that showed up. There were some bugs that came and start munching on the greens. There were some, uh, 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 some insects that had a tendency to gnaw at the squash Oh yes, there was some there was some some bugs that just should not have been there that were there because of what was coming out of the ground. There was even some times when it rained really hard and the winds blew and it kind of washed the garden up and it kind of made it like just get eroded. And I want to equate that to where we are this time in this specific podcast. That what God said is that what I started, I will finish. And I want to encourage you even right now that there's some things that have came along to stunt your growth. There's some things that came along to stunt the growth of that which God put in you to come forth. Oh, yeah. It's some pests. It's some insects. It's some little gnats, some little things that got you distracted. You know, what's worse than a than a than a gnat? It's like those little flies, you know, them little insects that they're just constantly there. Like It's like, come on, either bite me and get it over with or just get out my life and let me kill you or just get away from me, right? But no, it's just some of those bugs just constantly and consistently show up and they're there and they're there and you can't hit them. They're, they're quick, they're nimble and they're pests. 
They get on your nerves. And we have to be mindful as men of those pests. Be not, be not deceived, right? All right, don't be deceived. Don't be tricked. Don't be bamboozled. There's some things that, that come along to try to stunt your growth, that try to stunt the, the process that God is trying to start. See, had I got even distracted when I was younger and we were uh, tending to our garden, had I got distracted by the time, had I let the time become my focus, I would not have even understood what was happening in the dark underground. See, when you plant a seed under the ground, it's in the dark, but it's going through. It's starting to become that which it really is. See, some of the, the, the very, the very trying most uh, a critical, what seemed like insurmountable things that you went through in your life as a man defined who you were. I believe you are defined by your weakest moments. When you can stand and when you can steady, say, you know what? I didn't run. I may have lost, but I stayed in place. I may have ran. I mean, I, I, may, I may not have uh, uh, won, but I didn't run. I may not have won, but I didn't run. I may not have won, but I did not run. What I started, I'm going to finish. If I got myself into it, I'm going to get myself out of it. But I want to encourage you even now that at your very weakest moment, at that very place where you did not lose yourself, when you allow God to guide and lead you through, that's when you didn't let that thing stunt your growth. That's when you got the strongest. That was your mark in life to remember because there's going to be a young man that God allows you to come in contact with that you need to share that testimony with. I pride myself on the things that God allowed me to go through that I remember when I was out of the ark of safety. Now, I don't I don't boast and I don't brag, but I feel that those were things that God allowed me to overcome so that I can recognize the signs, see the symptoms and give advice and guidance from a non-biased, non-judgmental place. Because, brother, I've been there. Young man, I understand. Huh? Already know already know so let me let me understand let me let me help you i'm not gonna judge you that's irrelevant we're not worried about that we're about to do damage control and we're about to get your mind right we don't want nothing coming along to stunt our growth anymore because see what's going to end up happening once we get rid of those things that come along to stunt our growth what ends up happening is the drought oh see we're not even in summer yet <laughs> Summertime, oh, when it get dry, when it get hot. Summertime in Dallas, Texas is different than from where I'm from in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's real different. There was, there was, there was heat that came when I got here that I saw wither away the ground, literally turn the ground into clay and cracks. There were times when it seemed hopeless to even have a garden. And there's even some soil conditions and places here where it's not even feasible for you to really dig in the ground. You, you, it's, better, it's better for you to go out and, and purchase dirt and build you an adequate place than to fight the elements that are not there and that's not conducive to build and to grow. So, so what am I saying? What God started in your life, 
What God started in your life, when the hard times hit, when, when the drought hit, you got to stay watered. You got to stay watered. How do you stay watered? You stay in your Bible. You got to read the word. I'm just going to keep it. I keep it that simple. I tell every man that I come in contact with nowadays, if you got a cell phone, download the Bible app, read you a verse a day. I'm done. There's no excuse. You got to get watered. And the more you read, the more you're watered. And the more you're watered, the more strength you get. Because the more water that goes onto a garden and that I seen go into the garden produces more strength. It, it, it allows for that which is planted to grow stronger. And it allows for it to be more vibrant. And it allows for it to, to even itself start fighting off the pestilence. And so now we're not even questioning the soil anymore. Because remember, at the very beginning, we were questioning the soil. Is this the right thing to do? We're, we're past that. We're, we're dealing, we're so watered that we're not even questioning the soil. We understand now it's not about the soil. It's not about the distractions that's coming along to stun us, right? Uh, distract us. It, it's, it's about us. It's about us being prepared for the stunts and the tricks and the schemes that comes in our minds during the drought. Oh yeah, you know the mirages that play tricks on you when it's real hot and it's real dry and, and it's parched and you'll do anything to quench your thirst. We gotta be real careful as men when we, when we are willing to do anything. Desperation will cost you, but are you willing to pay the price? So be, be not distracted, be not discouraged, be not dismayed, but most of all, don't get dismantled. Don't let the enemy pick you apart piece by piece because that's how he's going to do it. He's going to do it like that little gnat. See, he's going to get on your nerves so much that you're so distracted and you're, you're fanning him off and waving him off and trying to get him that you're not even focused on what you need to be doing. And then you look up in 10 years that went by. And then you really going to start asking if that was the right thing to do. But I want to encourage you even right now that even past that, that watering stage. Oh, yeah, because see, time keeps moving. It keeps going. You know, around October, after it gets real hot, you know, when you start needing that light jacket and you start seeing the leaves start to fall. And then you really look up and you say, wait a minute, it's almost it's the Christmas season or the Thanksgiving season. And what did I do with that, which I thought I was going to do? And, and, and it's almost the end of the year and, and I haven't done anything. Is it too late? Remember the beginning of the year and remember the promises that you made to yourself. And what ends up happening is you start feeling bad because it didn't happen the way we thought it should happen. I'm going to just keep it real right now. It was some businesses that were supposed to get started that didn't. It was some people that were supposed to go back to school that didn't. It was some authors that were supposed to write books that didn't. There were some relationships that were supposed to get mended that didn't. I'm going to even go as far as to say this. It was some tears that you were supposed to shed that you didn't shed. And there were some, some tears that you've been shedding that you should stop shedding. There were some levels even in, on your job and in your ministry that you were supposed to go to that you didn't accept. 
there were some callings that weren't answered. And I know that might seem like some bad news, but I want to let you know some good news. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. That's the next podcast. Greater is coming. But I want to encourage you. What God started, he will finish. That's for Philippians 1 and 6. Being confident of this very thing. That he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Listen. Listen. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Part 2. Part 2. The good news. The good news. This may have seemed like the bad news, but even in this, we find good things because we know that in all things, God gets the glory. I love you, brothers. I love you, brothers. Hug somebody. Show somebody the love of God. Till next time, tune in. Part two. Be blessed. Let's go.